Hi, it's Stephen DiPietro from the Stoic Leadership Podcast. Why even bother with being a Stoic? What's, what's the reason for even trying this? Well, strong trees get deeper and stronger roots with each storm. What Stoicism does is allows us to get stronger and to weather, weather those storms. Seneca asks, why then do you wonder that good men are shaken in order that they may grow strong? I need to keep thinking of this tree surviving the lashing rain, droughts, harsh sun and freezing cold. I need to think of the tree with strong roots and a trunk which is flexible enough so that it doesn't snap and yet it can bend and strain in a storm. What has a stoic way taught me? Well, it's taught me calmness, strength and a practical way to live my best life. I'm reminded of when I, I learned to ski. I was in high school and in anticipation of my first trip to the snow, I buried my head in books in the library. Now, I wasn't really a library geek, but I was really fascinated with skiing. I read the theory, uh, you know, the theory like weight on the bottom ski, hips facing up, head facing down. I practiced and thought I had it all nailed. I'd practiced in the lounge room, I'd practiced in the bathroom, I'd practiced everywhere, and I'd read and read and read. But there's no greater teacher than a thump on one's backside. The reading and study did accelerate my ability to ski, but it didn't make me a skier. My life philosophy is the same. It's reading and doing. I respect the wisdom that's been it's survived thousands of years, but I need to do things myself. So yes, I'll quote the Senecas and the Epictetuses and the Zenos and the and the but I still need to do things myself. But so far it's taught me how to stay level headed, to enjoy more of life and to deal with the storms. Ultimately the goal of my life is to reach eudaimonia that, that eudaimonia it's hard to say but that what that means it's to be the best version of yourself so what's the best version the best version is the one that exemplifies what it means to be human and to be me what's the best version of human well to answer that i need to look at what defines us as a species as far as we know we're uniquely equipped with one core skill and that is reason we have a conscious mind which is equipped to go beyond the impulses of the subconscious. We're rational creatures who use reason. A golden retriever dog will slobber up all the food it gets in a bowl. We have the power to resist if we choose. It's the same in our work life as it is in our personal life. They're really the same thing, just different personas. I used to think of a stoic person as someone with little emotion and boring. Yep, boring. But nothing could be further from the truth. Stoicism is an exploration of what it means to be me and to be the best version of me. It means getting the most out of my life, warts, smiles and all. Our, our consciousness defines us, but it can also get in the way. Now, before I touch on that, if the defining feature of a human being is consciousness, then to be the best version of ourselves, we have to be the best version of that defining feature. And that is to use that consciousness. We can decide things which are destructive and virtuous. We can fight the urges of our DNA. We can give in to them or fight them. We can observe. We can observe ourselves. We know, for example, that the reproductive urge is not a great idea at age 16. It's logical to resist. We also know we can't take addictive drugs or chastise, chastise our boss in public. We know these things, so we don't do them because our conscious mind takes over our 
subconscious impulses. We know how to act. Certain urges feel good and our conscious minds can be easily tricked to go find more of those urges or turn them off altogether. How can I get my next hit? It doesn't have to be a literal drug. A subconscious metaphorical drug is equally potent. How can I get my next hit? The subconscious wants the dopamine hit it gets from buying a new car. The conscious rational mind can be tricked to enable it by rationalizing the decision. Don't worry, you'll get the pay rise this year and you'll be able to afford that car quite easily. Damn, that's a beautiful car. The subconscious can take over in our work. We might employ someone because we like them or we might not employ them because we don't. We might take on a shiny new, new project. We might not make that hard decision or because it's too hard. It's these impulses that I'm working on becoming aware of. The awareness of these impulses, though, is tough. It takes practice to, be, to become aware of your impulses. Stoic teachers, they help me spot them. So if I'm avoiding a hard decision, that in itself is an impulse. It's the, the fleeing impulse. Now, these patterns are the same as those spotted by those wise ancients, ancients over 2,000 years ago. Awareness is the toughest part. Now, that's not to say I should go, shouldn't go with my impulses. By all means, indulge the impulses. They are there for a reason. But it means spotting the impulse consciously, thinking about it, and then following it by choice. So stoicism isn't dulling the joy. It's, it isn't depriving me of celebrating wins. What it does is it helps me recognize more joy through gratitude and allows me to deal with storms as they are less acute. This alone means I'm happier on average because the bad times just tend to last longer than the temporary spike of good. So if I can, most times in our lives we're struggling through something. If I can make that struggle a little less negative, then the fact that I, I let's say, take the top off the peak of my happy times means on average I'm, I'm happier because that small loss of peak of happiness, of like being overindulgently excited and run away with myself, that's all fine, but it lasts a mere glimpse of an instant. Whereas these bad times, these hard times, they last for a long time. So if I can improve how I deal with those bad times, I'm net net happier person. So it's rather, I'd rather sacrifice 10% of my five minutes of joy for reducing misery by 90% over a week. That's the quantum of what I'm talking about. The, the misery or the misery, the hardship gets reduced substantially. And I've, I've, I've said 90%, but it feels like it is 90%. So I need to use my rational mind more and keep that front of mind. The front of mind is where my consciousness lives. This is the part that I, I think stoicism comes down to using that, that defining part of our anatomy, which is our conscious mind, to be the best version of ourselves and to oversee and correct those impulses, even if we do succumb to them occasionally, but intentionally succumb to them. So it makes me happier on average because it gets rid of those those really, really hard times, it gets me away to deal with them. How it does that? Well, that's as we're discovering along the way with these diary entries. I'm Stephen DiPietro. Thanks for tuning in.